Welcome to the I Am Persuaded podcast with Travis Shelton. Our desire is to provide weekly encouragement and biblical truths so that you too can be persuaded that He is able. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Now, let's hear what Pastor Travis has to say. Welcome back to the I Am Persuaded podcast. I'm thankful and grateful that you tune in each and every Friday to just hear biblical answers to your questions and uh, just talking about current events that are going on in our world and looking at them from a biblical perspective. And so I'm thankful and grateful for that. I apologize for taking two weeks off right in the middle of a series. I know we ended on the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit series part three, and uh, some of you have probably been waiting on part four, and so I apologize for that. Uh, The past two weeks have been really busy. Uh, Last week, we took our teenagers to Pensacola Christian College for Teen Extreme uh, Summer Camp. It was a great week. We had five kids give their life to the Lord, and uh, so we're thankful for that. And the week before, we were just really busy with getting ready for stuff for camp. And so I tried to get some in the stockpile. Actually, I have the next two weeks already recorded. They've been recorded for the past couple of weeks, but I did not have part four recorded, so I couldn't jump into something else without concluding the Holy Spirit series. I would ask you to please pray for my Myself and my wife and some kids in our youth group and actually some people in our church. Uh, we have contracted COVID-19. Christiana, she tested positive yesterday. She got a rapid test and I have not got my test results back, but we're pretty sure I'm positive. Uh, we're having all the same symptoms. Uh, it's not too bad. Luckily, we just have a mild case as of right now. It just kind of feels like we've been run over by a truck. And so if you would just pray for us, pray for our church and pray for our youth group and those that are affected by COVID-19. And there are others that went to Pensacola that are, that are feeling the effects of COVID-19 as well. So we're going to jump right into the Holy Spirit series and finish up with part four. This one will probably probably be pretty quick as I'm not feeling the greatest. And uh, we just have a couple closing thoughts about the Holy Spirit in Scripture. So just to recap, week one, we discussed the Holy Spirit. He is a person and he is also God. We also looked at his role in the Old Testament. Remember, he had many ministries, not just as many as he has today. Then week two, we looked at the Holy Ghost during the life of our Lord or the Holy Ghost in the Gospels. And so what was the Holy Spirit doing in the Gospels? He had a great relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That was for sure. And then we begin looking at the role of the Holy Spirit in our day, the life of the church what the Holy Spirit and the Holy Ghost does right now actively inside of the church. We scripturally looked at the ministries of indwelling and sealing, two vital ministries of the the Holy Spirit today. Then last time in episode three, we looked at one important ministry that we cannot confuse with others, and that is the ministry of the Spirit baptizing. Now today, with episode four, we will close out with the roles and ministries of the Holy Spirit. And so know this before we dive into scripture, there's a lot more that could be said and studied about the Holy Spirit in our Bibles. So we've just begun studying him and his roles in our lives. And so I would encourage you to do an in-depth study yourself of the Spirit. And I promise you, with his help, you'll be amazed at what you find. We've kind of just had like a a thousand foot view of the Holy Spirit and his roles. You could study them so much more. We could probably do a whole podcast on each different ministry in the, in, in, in the life of the church today. Um, but just for the sake of time, we've kind of just hit the overview of the life of the Holy Spirit. So as we close today, or close out this series, we're going to look, number one, at the Holy Spirit gifting. The Holy Spirit gifting. These truths are almost exclusively 
in, in the Pauline doctrines of your New Testament. We find most of the, of the talk and scripture on the gifts of the Spirit inside the letters that are written by Paul. So some might ask, what are the gifts of the Spirit? What kind of gifts does the Spirit give? And the Greek word implies that it is nothing more than grace. The gifts that we receive, they're nothing more than grace. It's an act of grace from God that he would give us another gift other than salvation. So the main passages that we look at regarding gifts of the Spirit are 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Ephesians chapter 4, and Romans chapter 12. The word for gifts there is used, it's translated an ability. So in other words, the Spirit is giving you and I different abilities inside of the church. And these different abilities are used for the service of Christ. Also, we talked about last week with baptism, we are baptized into the body of Christ and we have a specific job inside of the body of Christ. And so that job is our ability that we're given by the Spirit. And so we need to be clear about something. These gifts are not places. So if your gift is to is to teach, that does not mean you have to be confined to a classroom. You can teach on the streets. You can teach in another country in houses. And so all that matters is that you are using the ability that the Lord has given you and you are using it for the Lord and how he would have you to use it. A spiritual gift does not have a specialty. That means writing Christian novels or songs necessarily is not a Christian gift. Rather, that is a channel for your gift to work through. A spiritual gift is not a natural talent received or taught to someone by their parents. A spiritual gift is received at salvation. So when did spiritual gifts become possible and become a thing in the life of the church? Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11 tells us that they are distributed by the risen and ascended Christ. The fact here is that the head of the body, which is Jesus, gives gifts to the rest of the body. But the Spirit is the one that distributes and chooses what gifts goes to which believer. So some might ask, why does the Spirit give certain gifts to certain believers? The answer is simple, because he knows what is best for us and how we can best fit into fit what we have into the service for the king. And so if we would believe that the gift that he has given us is specifically for us, for us to use for his kingdom, that would stop us from complaining and comparing ourselves to someone else and getting upset that we don't have a ministry or have a talent that someone else has. You need to understand that the Holy Spirit distributed a certain gift to you because that is best for you and your service for Jesus Christ where Jesus has placed you right now. Also, these gifts are distributed to every believer at salvation. There is not one believer who is without a spiritual gift. Peter made it very clear that we all have at least one spiritual gift. And so here's a good one. Every believer right now is either single or married. And according to 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 7, that is a spiritual gift. Being single is a spiritual gift. Being married is a spiritual gift. And so that state can be used for the Lord. You can do great things while you're single for the Lord. You can do great things as a married couple for the Lord. So that is a spiritual gift. But no other believer, ha- no believer has every spiritual gift simply because one could not use them all to their fullest God-given potential. And that is why the church or the body of Christ is so vitally important. We need each other. 
Because there is not one person that possesses every gift. So we must, as the body, we must work together so that all jobs or tasks are being completed inside of the body of Jesus Christ. There's so much more that we could say about the gifts that have been given to us by the Spirit, but I highly encourage you to study them out and search and ask the Holy Spirit for guidance about what your gift or ability is. It's a convicting thought that you have been given a gift And what if you aren't even using your gift or your ability for the Lord? He's given you that gift to share the gospel with and to make much for the Lord and to share about Jesus and to use it in service for him. And so it's very convicting and humbling that sometimes we don't even know what our gift is and are we using it for the Lord? So tonight or today, pray and seek his face. Ask him to show you your gift today so that you can be all you can be for the service of Jesus Christ. The second and final aspect of the Holy Spirit that we're going to look at today is the Holy Spirit filling. The Holy Spirit filling, which is different from indwelling. The Holy Spirit filling. This ministry and concept appears only 15 times in the New Testament. And unlike the other ministries of the Spirit, this one occurs four times before Pentecost. So this ministry is none other than producing spirituality in the life of a believer. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 15 says this, But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. This is the greatest definition of spirituality in our Bibles. Spirituality or filling requires three things. Number one, regeneration. Number two, ministries of God in the believer. Number three, time to grow into a mature believer in Jesus Christ. The fullness of the Spirit is key to producing spirituality or maturity in the believer. If spirituality is related to maturity, then there are different stages of it in the life of a believer. Part of the filling of the Spirit includes the control of the Spirit over your life. And so as He works in and through you to grow you more like Jesus, which is His ultimate goal, and after all, that is one of His major roles in your life right now. The Spirit is jealous over your time. He desires for you to become like Jesus, and eventually that process will be fulfilled when you see Jesus face to face. But part of being a mature, Spirit-filled Christian is being like Christ in all aspects of your life. So when the Spirit truly controls a life of a Christian as he should, the fruit that will be produced in that life is to be like Christ. And so when you are letting the Spirit fill you and grow you, you're going to produce fruit that is that of Jesus Christ. This is a specific ministry of the Holy Spirit where you can fail him and actually backslide. And so if you are not with his help growing into spirituality or maturity, you're backsliding. And so today, as we close out the short podcast, I encourage you, how are you letting the spirit take control of your life? Is he able to use you in great ways or do you try to limit this third person of the Godhead? Child of God, let the Holy Spirit today make you more like Jesus. Let him grow you in your faith. Let him shine light on scripture so that you can understand it. And so sorry that this one was shorter, but we've covered a lot in these these four episodes about the Holy Spirit, and I truly hope you've been encouraged, and I hope it will send you into a deeper study of the Spirit in the weeks and months ahead. Continue to pray for us in the church. Have a great Friday, and God bless. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the I Am Persuaded podcast, please consider subscribing and share with your friends. We pray this is a blessing in your life. God bless.